0: CHAPTER TWO OF OTA CAROL'S STORIES BY SANI METTLEKAMP THIS LIBRIVOX RECORDING IS IN THE PUBLIC DOMAIN RECORDING BY NOEL BADRIAN HOW YAKALS FED OOM LIU One day in the early morning, before any people were awake, YAKALS was prowling round and prowling round, looking for something to eat. Jakals is not fond of hunting for himself. Oh no, he likes to wait till the hunt is over, so that he can share in the feast without having had any of the work. He had just dragged himself quietly to the top of a kopje, So, my baasis, so, with his stomach close to the ground and his ears moving backwards and forwards. Ota's little hands on either side of the kopduk suited the action to the word to hear the least sound. Then he looked here, he looked there, he looked all round, and yes, truly, whom do you think he saw in the kloof below? No other than Oom um Liu himself, clawing a nice big hamel he had just killed, a boer hamel passes, with a beautiful fat tail. Oh yes, Uum Liu had picked out a good one. Hooray, thought Jakos, this is luck, and he sat still for a minute, wondering how he could get some of the nice meat for himself. He soon made a plan. A white thing fluttered in a little bush near him. It was a piece of paper. He picked it up and folded it, so and so and so. The crooked fingers were very busy, till it looked like a letter. Then he ran down the copy in a great hurry and called out, Good morning, Uum. Morning, Nief. I see Uum has killed a Boer Hamel. Yes, Nief, a big fat one. Well, here is a letter from Tante, said Jachos, giving the piece of paper to Liu. As I was passing, she asked me to give it to Uum. Liu took it and turned it this way and that way. He held it far from him. He held it close to his eyes. But he couldn't make it out at all. See, Basis, Liu was one of the old-fashioned sort. He grew up before there were so many schools and good teachers. Here, Ota's bright eyes winked and blinked flatteringly on cousin Minnie and her pupils. He was not clever. He could not read. But he didn't want anyone to know it, so he said yakal's oom um has forgotten his spectacles you had better read it out hmm mm, mm, said Jakals, pretending to read tante says oom um must kill a nice fat boar hamel and send it home at once by me she and the children are hungry well that's all right here is the very thing tante is not very well the Jew moosas donkey she ate the other day disagreed with her, so we must coax her a little. I don't want to say anything, but you know a fromancer is a dangerous thing when she's in a temper. So you had better take this hamel to her at once, and then you can have the offal for your trouble." Thank you, noble Uam, King of the Beasts," said Jakols in a fawning voice, promising himself at the same time that he would have something more than the offal. How fortunate am I, poor humble creature, to have the king for my uncle! And off he trotted with the sheep. Leo prowled further up the kluaf, waving his tail from side to side. Had Ota a tail, he would have wagged it. But as he had not, his right arm was slowly flourishing to and fro to give point to his description here comes a little Steenboki, on its way to a felt dam for water. Ach, but it is pretty. It looks here, it looks there with its large soft eyes. One little front foot is in the air. Now it is down. The other goes up. Down again. On it comes slowly, slowly. Ota's hands, bunched up to resemble the buck's feet, illustrated each step. The children, following his movements with breathless interest, now it stops to listen. Ota was rigid as he bent forward to catch the least sound. Suddenly he started violently, and the children involuntarily did the same. Hark! What was that? What is coming? Ach! Hausdienbokke SCRICKS and shivers. A terrible form blocks the way, Great eyes, cruel eyes, burn him with their fire. Now he knows, it is Liu, Liu who stands in the path. He growls and glares at Steenboki. Steenboki cannot run away, They stare at each other, so, just so, Ota glares at each fascinated child in turn, Stienboki cannot look away, cannot move. He is stiff with fright. His blood is cold. His eyes are staring out of his head. And then, whoops, the listeners jump as Otar's long arms suddenly swoop towards them. One spring and Liu is on him. Stienboki blares, meh, 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 but it is no good. Liu tears him and claws him. The red blood drips down. It runs out like a stream, and Liu licks it up. There lies pretty little Stienbocky, dead, dead. Otar's voice trails away faintly. The children heave big sighs. Little Jan's grey eyes are full of tears the old natives' graphic description has made them feel as though they had been watching round a deathbed yes busies liu killed Steenboki there in the kloof he tore the skin off skrr and bit through the bones crunch 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 and ate little steenbokki for his breakfast then he went to the kraals to sleep for the day was coming, and the light began to hurt his eyes. When he awoke, it was evening, and he felt refreshed and rather hungry. My baasies know a steenbokie is nothing for a meal for oom um Liu. But before hunting again, he thought he would go home and see how Tante and the children were getting on, and whether they had feasted well on the nice fat Hamel. But dear land! What did poor Oom Liu find? The children crying, Tanta spluttering and scratching with rage, everything upside down, and not even the bones of the hammel to be seen. Ohei, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, cried Tanta. That bad, wicked Yakos, ach, the low-felt dog! But what is the matter? asked Liu. Where is Yakos? Where is he? How should I know? He has run off with the nice fat Hamel, and me, yes, me, the king's wife, has he beaten with the entrails. Oh, hey, oh, hey. And boxed my ears, cried one of the cubs. wa, And pinched my tail, roared the other. where, 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 And left us nothing but the awful. Oh, the cunning, smooth-tongued vagabond. And all three fell to weeping and wailing, While Liu roared aloud his anger. Wait a bit, I'll get him, he said, Before the world wakes tomorrow, He'll see who's Baas. He waved his tail to and fro, And stuck out his strong claws. His eyes glared like fire in a dark loof When there is no moon. And when he brawled, it was very terrible to hear, ahoo, uh-huh, ahoo, uh-huh, and Ota gave vent to several deep, blood-curdling roars. Very early the next morning, when only a little grey in the sky showed that the night was rolling round to the other side of the world, Liu took his strongest shambok and started off to look for Yakos. He spied him at last on the top of a krantz, sitting by a fire with his wife and children. Ah, there you are, my fine fellow, he thought. Well and happy are you? But wait, I'll soon show you. He began at once to try and climb the krantz, but it was very steep and high, and so smooth that there was nothing for him to hold to. Every time he got up a little way, his claws just scratched along the hard rock, and he came sailing down again. At last, he thought, well, as I can't climb up, I'll pretend to be nice and friendly, and then perhaps Yakals will come down. I'll ask him to go hunting with me. Here Ota's beady little eyes danced mischievously. Baases know the only way to get the better of a skellum is to be skellum too. When anyone cheats, you must cheat more, or you will never be baas. Ach, yes, that is the only way. Cousin Minnie would not disturb the course of the tale, but she mentally prescribed and stored up for future use an antidote to this pagan and worldly-wise piece of advice to her pupils. So Liu stood at the foot of the Krantz and called out quite friendly and kind, Good morning, Nief Yakos Morning, Uum. I thought you might like to go hunting with me, but I see you are busy. At any other time Jakos would have skipped with delight, for it was very seldom he had the honour of such an invitation. But now he was blown up with conceit at having cheated Uum and Tante Liu so nicely. Thank you, Oom, but I am not in want of meat just now. I am busy grilling some nice fat mutton chops for breakfast. Won't you come and have some too? Certainly, with pleasure, but this crance is so steep, how can I get up? Ach, that is quite easy, Oom. I'll pull you up in an eye-wink. Here, Frau, give me a nice thick riem.' "'That old rotten one that is nearly rubbed through,' he said in a whisper to his wife. "'So Mrs. Jakals, who was as slim as her husband, brought the bad riem, "'and they set to work to pull Oom Leo up. "'Hoo-ha! Ha, "'Hoo-ha!' Ha, they sang as they slowly hauled away. "'When he was about ten feet from the ground, Yakals called out, Aray! "'But worm is heavy!' And he pulled the riem this way and that way Along the sharp edge of the Kranz. Ota vigorously demonstrated Till it broke right through And kabloops, down fell oom To the hard ground below. Oh, my goodness, what a terrible fall! I hope Oom is not hurt. How stupid can a fromance be To give me an old riem When I called for the best? Now, here is a strong one Oum can try again." So Liu tried again, and again, and again, many times over, but each time the rope broke, and each time his fall was greater, because Yakals always pulled him up a little higher and a little higher. At last he called out, "'It is very kind of you, Yakals, but I must give it up.' "'Ach, but that's a shame,' said Yakals, pretending to be sorry. The carbonaches are done to a turn, and the smell, allez, Verold, it is fine. Shall I throw oom down a piece of the meat? Yes, please, Yakals said Liu eagerly, licking his lips. I have a big hole inside me, and some CARBONACHIS will fill it nicely. Ach, my basses! What did cunning Yakals do? He carefully raked a red-hot stone out of the fire. "'and wrapped a big piece of fat around it. "'Then he peered over the edge of the crunce "'and saw Liu waiting impatiently. "'Now, Oom,' he called, "'open your mouth wide and I'll drop this in. "'It's such a nice big one. "'I bet you won't want another.' "'And when he said this, Yackels chuckled, "'while Mrs. Yakos and the little ones "'doubled up with silent laughter at the great joke. "'Are you ready, Oom?' Ah, gurgled Liu, he had his mouth wide open to catch the Carbonacci, and he would not speak for fear of missing it. Yakals leaned over and took aim, down fell the titbit, and schluck schluck Liu had swallowed it, and then, my Basis, there rose such a roaring and raving and groaning as had not been heard since the heels were made. The dassies crept along the rocky ledges far above and peeped timidly down. The circling eagles swooped nearer to find out the cause. The meerkats and ant bears, the porcupines and spring hares, snuggled further into their holes, while the frightened springbucks and elands fled swiftly over the plain to seek safety in some other felt. Only wicked Yuckles and his family rejoiced. With their bushy tails waving and their pointed ears standing up, they danced round the fire, holding hands and singing over and over, "Aray, who is stronger than the king of beastland? Array, who sees further than the king of birdland, who but thick-tailed jakals, but the silver maned one? He, the small but sly one, he the wise plan maker. King of beasts would catch him, catch him, claw him, kill him. Ha, ha 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 would catch him, ha ha, would kill him. But he finds a way out, grills the fat-tailed camel, feeds the king of beastland with juicy titbits, eats the fat-tailed camel while the king lies dying. Ha ha ha, lies dying, ha ha ha, lies dead now. Ota crooned the Jackal's triumph song in a weird monotone, and on the last words his voice quavered out, leaving a momentary silence among the small folk. Piti blinked as though the firelight were too much for his eyes. Little Jan sighed tumultuously. Willem cleared his throat. But how did Jackals know that Oom Liu was dead? he asked suddenly. He peeped over the Kranz every time between the dancing and singing, like this, Pasi, just like this. Ota's eyes, head and hands were at work. The first time he looked, he saw Oom Liu rolling over and over. The next time, Liu was scratching, scratching at the rocky krantz. Then he was digging into the ground with his claws. Then he was only blowing himself out. So with long, slow breaths. But the last time he was lying quite still, and then Yakals knew. Oh, I didn't want poor steenbokki to die, said little Jans. he was such a pretty little thing. Ota, this is not one of your nicest stories. It's all about killing, said Piti. First Liu killed poor Stienboki, who never did him any harm. And then Yakals killed Uum Liu, who never did him any harm. It was very cruel and wicked." Ach, yes, Basis, explained Ota apologetically. We don't know why, but it is so. Sometimes the good ones are killed, and the bad ones grow fat in this old world it goes not always so's it must go it just goes so's it goes but persisted piti you oughtn't to have let yakals kill Oom liu. liu was much stronger so he ought to have killed naughty yakals ota's eyes gleamed pityingly these young things what did they know of the ups and downs of a hard world where the battle is not always to the strong, nor the race to the swift. But, my Basi, Ota did not make up the story. He only put in little bits, like the newspaper and the spectacles, and the juice musa, that are things of today. But the real story was made long, long ago, perhaps when Basi's people went about in skins like the Rui Kafirs, and Ota's people were still monkeys in the bush It has always been so, and it will always be so, in the story and in the old wicked world. It is the head, my basses, the head, he tapped his own, and not the strong arms and legs and teeth that makes one animal master over another. Ah, yes, if the bushman's head had been the same as the white man's, Array! What a fight there would have been between them. And lost in the astonishing train of thought called up by this idea, he sat gazing out before him with eyes which saw many strange things. Then rousing himself with a quick change of voice and manner. Ach, please, Nui, he said in a wheedling tone, a span of tobacco, just one little span, for tonight and tomorrow. His mistress laughed indulgently, and, unhooking the bunch of keys from her belt, handed them to Cousin Minnie. The old sinner, she said, we all spoil him, and yet who could begin to be strict with him now? Only a small piece, Minnie. Thank you, thank you, my nonny, said the old man, holding out both hands and receiving the coveted span as if it were something very precious that's my young lady noni can have ota's skeleton when he is dead yes it will be a fine skeleton for noni to send far across the blue water where she sent the old long dead bushman's bones ach foy all of him went into a little soap boxy just to think of it a soap boxy he started as a young colored girl made her appearance oh, my here is Lise already, how the time goes when a person is with the Basis and the nois. Night, bassy, night, Noy, night, noni, and little masters, sleep well. Ah, the beautiful family Fanta His thanks, farewells, and flatteries grew fainter and fainter, and finally died away in the distance as his granddaughter led him away. End of How Yakals Fed Worm Liu